Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Exodus 13. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would remember how we were saved from slavery to sin. What a wonderful gift that was. We pray that we will always remember. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Exodus 13. And Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Consecrate to me every firstborn, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites, among humans and among domestic animals. It belongs to me. And Moses said to the people, Remember this day when you went out from Egypt, from a house of slaves, because with strength of hand Yahweh brought you out from here, and food with yeast will not be eaten. Today you are going out in the month of Abib, and when Yahweh brings you to the land of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, which he swore to your ancestors to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, you will perform this service in this month. Seven days you will eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day will be a feast for Yahweh. Unleavened bread will be eaten the seven days. Food with yeast will not be seen in you, and yeast will not be seen for you in all your territory. And you shall tell your son on that day, saying, This is because of what Yahweh did for me when I came out from Egypt. And it will be a sign on your hand, and as a memorial between your eyes, so that the law of Yahweh will be in your mouth, that with a strong hand Yahweh brought you out from Egypt, and you will keep this statute at its appointed time from year to year. And when Yahweh brings you to the land of the Canaanite, as he swore to you and to your ancestors, and he gives it to you, you will hand over every first offspring of a womb to Yahweh, and every first offspring dropped by a domestic animal that will belong to you, the males, will be for Yahweh, and every first offspring of a donkey you will redeem with small livestock, and if you will not redeem it, then you will break its neck, and every firstborn human among your sons you will redeem. And when your son asks you in the future, saying, What is this? You will say to him, With strength of hand Yahweh brought us out from Egypt, from a house of slaves. And when Pharaoh was stubborn to release us, Yahweh killed every firstborn in the land of Egypt, from firstborn human to firstborn domestic animal. Therefore, I am sacrificing to Yahweh every first offspring of a womb, the males and every firstborn of my sons I redeem. And it will be a sign on your hand, and as symbolic ornaments between your eyes, that with strength of hand Yahweh brought us out from Egypt. And when Pharaoh released the people, God did not lead them the way of the land of the Philistines, though it was nearer, because God said, Lest the people change their mind when they see war and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the way of the desert to the Red Sea, and the Israelites went up in battle array from the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, because Joseph had made the Israelites solemnly swear an oath, saying, God will surely attend to you, and you will take up my bones from here with you. And they set out from Succoth, and they encamped at Etham on the edge of the desert. And Yahweh was going before them by day in a column of cloud to lead them on the way, and by night in a column of fire to give light to them to go by day 
and night. The column of cloud by day and the column of fire by night did not depart from before the people. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 12, we read about the Passover celebration that the Israelites were commanded to continue to celebrate every year. And we might think that was enough for the Israelites to properly remember what God did for them. But we would be wrong if we thought that because God gives another reminder in this chapter. Yahweh tells Moses that every firstborn from this point on belongs to him. This would be the first male born to humans or animals, because Yahweh killed the firstborn male in Egypt of all humans and animals. God reminds Moses of the Feast of Unleavened Bread and how this will be a reminder for their children to remember what God did to get Israel out of Egypt. Then Yahweh adds what it means that every firstborn belongs to him. They will sacrifice every firstborn clean animal, such as a sheep, goat, or cow, to God. If it is an unclean animal, such as a donkey, that they cannot sacrifice to God, they can either offer a substitute animal to redeem, to buy it back, or they can kill the unclean animal by breaking its neck. For humans, they must redeem the firstborn by offering a sacrifice to God of a clean animal. So this also will be a regular reminder to the Israelites of what God did for them to get them out of Egypt. He describes it as an ornament on their head and on their hand. In other words, this is a constant reminder. Then we get back to the story of the Israelites leaving Egypt. Instead of taking the straight road to the promised land, they head south toward the desert. This seems like they are wandering around aimlessly, but God has a bigger plan. The explanation given here is so that the Israelites didn't turn around when they see war for the first time. The main road would have had Egyptian forts on it and would have taken them too quickly to the Canaanite cities. God has to prepare his people. Moses took the bones of Joseph with them. Perhaps Joseph was mummified and placed in a sarcophagus, but the description here is just his bones. Obviously, the bones were contained in something. The Israelites wouldn't typically mummify people or put them in a full-body container like a sarcophagus. Instead, they would put them in a dugout tomb until the flesh was gone, and then they would gather the bones into a bone box. Remember that Joseph's bones are almost 400 years old now. In any case, this is keeping the promise the Israelites made to Joseph to take his bones to the promised land with them. Then we read how God led the Israelites in a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. God is often associated with a cloud and fire going forward. And now for a deeper dive. To us, it might seem like God is overdoing the ways the Israelites are to remember how God got them out of Egypt. But if we think that, we are probably minimizing what God did. This was huge. To have God take an enslaved people and make them into a great nation, and not by their own power, but God did everything for them. This is huge. But also, we have to be aware of how quickly and easily we forget things. God understands our weakness, so he makes provision for that by giving them several ways to remember what God did for them. This is for their good, so they don't start thinking that they did it themselves and become proud. God will remind them many times in their laws that they were slaves in Egypt. So what about us? Do we tend to forget what God has done for us and become proud? 
we do have the same tendency. So, God has given us reminders of what he did for us by giving Jesus as a sacrifice for our sins. I'm thinking first of communion as a regular reminder that God gave us. But even though what Jesus did for us, getting us out of slavery to sin, is much greater than getting out of physical slavery, God has seen fit not to specify things for us in as much detail as he did for the Israelites. So we need to take some initiative on our own to keep reminding ourselves how we were saved. God has given us plenty of things to help us remember that, of course. We have the Bible. We have Christians around the world who can encourage us. And another way that we can remember how we were given this free gift is to share that free gift with other people, to help other people see how they can get out of the slavery to sin. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.